Welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast. And if this is your first time pushing play, I want you to know that you are so welcomed here. I am your host, Jackie Brindle. I am a mom of three, wife, teacher, blogger, speaker, and I do like to run. We all need a little encouragement on the good and not so good days to lift us up and onward. That's my hope for you, that you will be so encouraged and know that with God, nothing is impossible. Welcome back to the Be Encouraged podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Brindle, and you're listening to episode number 59. And you know, this past week, you guys, I had the most incredibly compelling conversation with guest speaker, Monet Carpenter. Monet is a business owner of The Purposed Box, a faith-infused author, a nurse, and a mom of two adorable little ones. You know, talk about wearing many hats, and I think a lot of us do that, right? We wear many hats, which is why I can relate to Monet's story so much. Monet highlights the challenges when pivoting in life, especially when it's involuntary. I don't think it ever gets easier to pivot in life, which leads me to asking you this question. Are you going through a life change that you have no control over? Or maybe you're about to pivot and have, and have to make a really tough decision for you or your family. Maybe you're having a, a time where you have to put the dream job on hold or your plans that you envisioned, you have to set aside for something else going on in your life. Or perhaps from your circumstances, you're feeling completely alone and not sure what direction to take now. Listen, if you are, then hold on and listen on because there are so many golden nuggets of encouragement in this conversation that will leave you feeling hope, hopeful and inspired. I know for me, it motivates me to keep a perspective, to live life with intention and purpose, that not all things are going to work out as planned, but I can find peace knowing that when I have the support of community, faith, and family, all things are possible, which goes the same for you too. And we also have a really cool thing going on today, a very special discount code for the Purpose Box. If you're interested, the link is here in the show notes. And at the very end, I will have that discount code ready for you. So hang on there with me, grab your coffee or your tea, get on your walk or run or wherever you are and be encouraged. Hi, Monet. Hey, Jackie. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you to give you guys a backstory, I found Monet. I just kind of was searching through um, Instagram and was like, I need to find an inspiring, you know, Christian writer. And so I started typing that in and you came up and it just happened to be like fate, I think, that we fell upon each other. And I reached out. Yeah. And I reached out. I was like so excited um, that you're willing to do this podcast with me because you just have like I said, so many good words of wisdom to share with everybody and they should know what you're up to as well. So for those of you who don't know her, why don't you go ahead, Monet, and set the stage for them and tell us a little bit more about who you are and, and what makes you Monet? Sure. Well, my husband and I, we live in Alabama and we are originally from Pennsylvania. So we moved here about five, six years ago now. Um, and that's a big part of our story just because We've experienced so many changes in our lives because of that. Um, We do have two beautiful children, Hudson and Eleanor, six and three. They keep us busy. Um, 
make us question our choices at times. Um, (laughs) um, And uh, we just, we enjoy being intentional with our kids. Um, My husband doesn't like to take things too seriously and I'm the stick in the mud type. So that's the dynamics that we have going on over here. Um, (laughs) So we have a lot of fun um, just, just trying to do the best that we can. Yeah, I think that's parenting. We all just try to do the best that we can. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And yeah, there's nothing like saying that, oh, I'm not going to do this when I'm a a parent. Um, You might as well just not say that at all because you absolutely will do all the things that you said that you weren't going to do just to kind (laughs) of survive at times. (laughs) That is some good, that is good, some good solid advice for any parent. Like, And then also some encouragement that I'm not alone in like saying all the things that I once said, oh, I would never do that. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's just one of those things like life you got to kind of figure out as you go along. Absolutely. I think that's a perfect segue into kind of the next question I have for you. And, and it's really about pivoting. Like, I don't think there's ever really this beautiful, eloquent, graceful way to pivot in life. I feel like even with like parenting or navigating careers or new changes, like a move, like we're always on the move. So pivoting just seems like a natural part of life that eventually somebody would get the hang of. But I know for me, it doesn't always work that way. And I feel like I'm, I always stumble a little bit when it's a time to to move and change directions. I don't know about you, but have you experienced a time in your life that you know, you've had to learn to pivot, whether it's about dreams or your career or motherhood or just life in general? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first, I think that we're really bad at pivoting. Um, I don't think that anybody teaches us how to pivot, um, but even more importantly, that it's acceptable to pivot. Um, I think a lot of us grow up with this dream in our minds that we're going to do this one thing and we're going to do it for the rest of our lives. And then we're going to just add other dreams to it. And we're just going to keep adding things that we want to happen. Um, And we never really talk about in our community or in conversations in general, what it looks like for life to go sideways and to know how to navigate that. Um, I'd say in my own life, I I kind of went through a bunch of pivots. Some of them were voluntary, but the more important ones were the involuntary ones, the ones where um, I had to go back to work. I was a stay-at-home mom when we moved to Alabama, and I love that. That was one of the voluntary pivots that we chose for our family, but with some hardships that happened, um, Josh was in an accident that changed, you know, the trajectory of what we were doing that changed our finances because he needed a different job Um, that changed motherhood for me because I was taking care of Josh at times. I was pregnant with our second um, and things were just crazy. Um, And so pivoting, I don't think we give ourselves permission or grace to grow into that um, or surround ourselves with people who um, encourage us to grow into that role. Yeah, who kind of cultivate that in a way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that surrounding yourself with people who care about you and being intentional about building community um, when life is good, that is so, so important for when life goes bad. Um, Because those are going to be the people that are pouring into you and supporting you and taking care of you and offering wisdom when you're not quite sure what step to take next. 
Mm, it's so good and so true. It just happened like even this past week. I mean, you know, I was going through something and I don't think I would have been able to get through that without the support and love and care of like somebody mentioning to me or saying to me that word of wisdom that I needed in that moment. Um, so I think you're, you're right. Sometimes we don't even know what we need and God just kind of plants somebody there to help us in that moment of pivoting. Yes, absolutely. And it takes courage to do that. It takes courage to raise your hand and say, I need help or this isn't going well. Um, And it's much easier to be able to ask for help when you already have an established community around you that kind of knows you um, and you've grown together and you've done life together versus being isolated by your life changing all of a sudden. Yeah. How did you then, interesting enough, because you're now, you moved to a different you know, area, totally different state than Pennsylvania, you know, than what you're used to. (laughs) And so how did you take a step out of courage out of that, that box, so to speak, and, you know, um, ask for help or, you know, reach this, you know, get those services or, you know, whatever it might be that you needed in that moment, you know? Yeah. um, Well, before we moved, because I knew it was something that was coming, I spent a lot of time praying ahead of time for, God to show me the people that I needed to be around because like you said, it was a brand new state. So, and cultural norms are different as well. And so I prayed a lot that God would, you know, just help me to be engaged in community and to send me women that would pour into me and life groups that would be good for our family. Um, And then when the hard stuff came, I was okay because I had done the hard work of asking God, you know, for community ahead of time. I was okay to ask for help when life was not going okay because I felt comfortable doing that. Um, I'm also kind of a person who I love transparency and I totally believe that sharing life together means sharing all of life together, Um, not just being okay with hey, how's your day going? Oh, it's good. And then that be that. I really want to know people. I want people to know me. I want them to know my struggles because I want them to hold me accountable and vice versa. And so I really believe in transparent communication and really just being intentional in the way that we love one another and serve one another. Yes, a hundred percent. I just think of like a, you know, you want people to know the best of you. Like that's like a given, right? We want people to, to see that side of us, but we also want people to also see like, Hey, I'm so human, you know, yes. like, you know, and, and we, there's nothing that, you know, somebody isn't going through that we can't help and extend that gift of, you know, encouragement to, you know, so maybe yes. just stepping out in that, like, I feel like transparency is so hard, right? Like, especially when you're a new person, like you're like, how is somebody going to receive that? So Like, how did you even overcome those fears? I think just being honest when I messed up with stuff or things that were hard, I would just kind of say it out loud. You know, if I yelled at my kids instead of taking the time to be gentle with them or I was reactionary and it was in front of other people, I would just kind of call myself on it. Um, Or if it was something that I was just struggling with, maybe I was just tired because I was up all night, um, just caretaking for my family like I would just totally say that or say hey I haven't showered in a few days like this is my (laughs) this is my real life and it's not always pretty but this is my life for right now Um, and I've found 
that when we can do that and we can just kind of open up about what we're going through, I find that people connect to that more than if you just try to always be buttoned up and that you have everything together. And this isn't anything new. We all know this. It's it's hard to do that. But the truth is, is that when we are honest about our imperfections, that's what really pulls people together. That's so amazing. And you know what we find? There has to be a sense of empathy too for us to do that. I think like we have to realize like if I'm going to like how that person telling me that, hey, I've had a day and they're telling me that, like I, I've got to have empathy too for that because I know if I've had, if I know I've had a day too, I can totally relate to that. And um, I think also those types of moments can refine us, wouldn't you say? Yes, absolutely. And it, and it helps to um, those people who don't have empathy. I think we spend a lot of time being upset about that. But that can really be our gauge and God's protection over us um, when we're looking for community and we're trying to uh, be engaged ourselves. Um, it's important to take note of the people who care and the people who don't and okay. surround yourself and spend time with the people who do care. Um, and not that they just get you, but that they're OK to tell you no. They're OK to be brave enough um, to lead you toward God instead of leading you toward what is comfortable and what's convenient. And I think that's what helps us in our seasons of refinement. Mm, well, that was a beautifully, like, amazing answer. Like, I'm like thinking <laughs> to myself, yes, that is what helps refine us, you know, and there's so much beauty in that, in that refining process, like whatever, whatever we're going through. Can you th- tell me a little bit more, like, how something good that has come out of um, a point where you know you were being worked on by God? Um, I would say <laughs> that I'm a lot braver than I used to be. I think in my recent season of refinement of having to go back to work, um, I'm a registered nurse. Um, so I was home for a few years, didn't do that. Um, just with some of the situations in our lives, Josh and I decided I was going to go back to work. And I did that in January of 2020. Um, And I came off of orientation. Oh, I think it was maybe just a week or two before the pandemic hit. Um, And so that was just, it was an interesting experience going back to work. And I really despised it. I hated being away from my family. I hated not being um, in the mother role that I wanted to be in. Um, And so there was a lot of crying out. Um, But I think that what got me through was the people uh, that surrounded me through that. Um, But just that I kept showing up. Sometimes we want to cry out to God and then we want to give up. Um, But I think just the persistence in hey, I'm going to cry out and then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do it again and I'm going to cry out again, but I'm still going to take a step forward in faith because this is where I'm at right now or this is where God has our family right now and there's absolutely nothing that I will go through that hasn't already gone through God's hands first. And I think that's the thing that kept me going through it. And that's the very thing that keeps us all going through it. Like, I just, I love that you brought this to light because it's so important for all of us to gain that perspective of 
you know, just because it's not today doesn't mean it won't be tomorrow. You know, it's so hard to get stuck in staring at the storm rather than thinking how big God is in our storm. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. We can become very narrow-minded and tunnel vision. And I, I was definitely there. There were times I was kicking and screaming a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but I still knew and was clinging to the fact that God is who he says he is. And I would just repeat that over and over again. God, you are who you say you are. And, you know, on my commutes to work, when I was up at night and my family was sleeping, if I was in a different state, if I was in a patient's room that was difficult, I just had to repeat that to myself um, just to keep myself grounded and rooted in truth because our emotions will always <laughs> lead us astray. Our tiredness will lead us astray in our thinking and in our understanding and perception of what is true. Mm, that's so good. That is so good. It almost like the minute like we can acknowledge him, it kind of melts away all the, the kind of barriers that we build up. And we're kind of, like you said, kind of that narrow um, perspective that we can see. God just kind of tears down those walls and says, okay, now that you don't see any walls, you see me, then that's where I get to work. Rest assured that then he can help us through those, those hard times, those really, really hard times, like those long nights you said that are hard to get through, you know? Yes, absolutely. And it doesn't take your situation, like everything that you're experiencing, saying those words or leaning into that truth, it doesn't take anything else away. It just refocuses your heart to what you know that you want to lean into and that you want to live into. Um, we get distracted very easily. I think that's why God, you know, so often tells us to remember him. And even, you know, to the Israelites, remember me, you know, when you wake up, when you go to bed, when you're walking, when you're with your children, you know, remember me in all of these things, because as you go throughout your day, you're going to be distracted by the world, what other people are doing to you. You're going to be distracted by yourself, the idols that you want to cling to, but remember me. And I think that's so, so important in seasons of hardship is to remember him. Mm, doesn't that help you stay the course when we remind ourselves who he is and it's the character of God that stands still, like stands firm right? That faith just stands firm from time to time to generation to generation. Yes. And it really does help us stay focused on what we're meant to be doing and where we're meant to be going. Yes. And I love, you know, we talked earlier and we were talking about just thanking God for his beauty and thanking God. And, and I feel like that's part of that journey of God refining us because we just get to that point of just like, okay, now what can I focus on? What can I thank God for? Because that's like, you know, like you said, we get distracted from the world and, you know, thanking him uh, for something even as small as thank you, Lord, for just these little snuggles at night. Even if you're exhausted, mom, you know, yes, <laughs> we can, like, it doesn't change our situation, but we can find something to be thankful for, right? Yes, absolutely. Gratitude is huge in, in shaping our hearts and our minds to see things as they really are. And I mean, I used to challenge myself. Um, you know, when I felt like I was in a rut, when I was grieving and in despair, obviously, you know, 
it is okay to give permission and space to grief. I'm a firm believer in that. But there would be times that I knew that I was just wanting to stay in grief instead of allowing God to pull me out of that. Um, And I would know when I was there. I think we all kind of know when we're there. Um, But I would challenge myself to, you know, find something to be grateful for, you know, and to see if it didn't you know, melt away the things that I was worried about or the things that I was spinning out about. Um, I just feel like gratitude is just the quickest way to refocus our gaze and focus again on God um, and his love for us and that he does care for us and that he's near us um, when we are brokenhearted. Somebody is going, yes. Thank you, sister. (laughs) So good. I love it, Monet. And it's so true. Um, I want to say too, like, so how has like thankfulness been a part of your writing? Because you guys, she's a writer too. She's a beautiful author. Like, I mean, the things that I read, you know, that you published have been incredible. So how, you know, has that been a part like that thankfulness, that gratitude been in your writing? Some writing, um, I think that I have to take a moment to thank God that I get to do that. Um, I've always written. I've always journaled. um, And I guess it was maybe two or three years ago when I decided, you know, I think I may start taking this a little bit more seriously. Um, And that has just been such a special time with me and God, um, just to grow into that, but also for him to use, use the circumstances of my life, um, to just open up to women, to share with them about what it looks like to live intentionally and to not shy away from the broken parts of our lives, but to trust God that he uses it for good. Um, And that often our brokenness and our hurts and our sufferings that he purposes for good. Mm, That's so good. I feel like that's a perfect way of just even going into the next thing of of what you're working on right now is now you're even creating even more. You're creating uh, the purpose box. So I'm just excited for our listeners to listen to more about how that came about, the backstory of that, because now you're you just sound like you've come such a long way through um, the, the pivoting of life and, and using those moments to uh, bring God glory in your creativity. And now you're onto something even bigger than I think uh, I know we were talking that you ever thought you could see yourself doing. So tell us a little yes. bit more about that. <laughs> well, um, I have a business, which kind of sounds really weird to say, um, because like you said, I've never um, thought that I would be here um, at all. But God has used, God has used my circumstances. He's used my writing. Um, and just, I don't know, just the beauty that he has given me along the way during my seasons of suffering, um, just to create this box for women, um, that's called purpose box. And what it is, is it's, it's a box filled with goodies basically. Um, but just items that are purposed for intentional living. Um, And it's going to help women who feel disconnected, people who feel disengaged, um, or even just lost, especially after, you know, the season of COVID. I feel like so many community opportunities were lost and were struggling to get back into a rhythm of being together. Um, 
And I just felt that God was saying, you know what? I want you to take what I've given you when I fill your cup. And I want you to put that in a box and I want you to ship it out to women to encourage them to live on purpose and to not lose sight of me and to not lose sight of the purpose that I've created them for. Oh my gosh. I feel like it just loops it back to what we were just talking about earlier. Like I just, yes. Like the the purpose of it all, like how God wants us to remember him and remember his goodness and his character. And you're just going to put it in a box. I love it. Yes. (laughs) We just want to, um, help everyday women encounter Jesus in their everyday. Um, oftentimes I just feel like we're chasing after the big things. I know social media doesn't help with that. Um, our distractions of the world around us don't help with that. Um, but I really feel and believe that it's important that we can meet with Jesus every single day in all the small things that we're doing. Um, it helps us to cultivate gratitude It helps us to cultivate remembrance. It helps us to remember that we're loved. Um, We're not just here to be here, but God was intentional in thinking about us and thinking about who we were and who we were made to be. Um, He has a plan for us um, and we get to be a part of that relationship with him. He invites us in um, to just live on purpose with him and for him. Mm, yeah, I love the intentionality you have on uh, like highlighting the the living with a purpose and on yes. purpose. You yes, know? I love that. You know, I guess really, what is your your big like if you could imagine this being, you know, or I guess what I want to say is, you know, why emphasize the importance of living with a purpose and on purpose so much? You know, well, because. God has created us, each and every one of us, to be image bearers for him. We get to show the people in our communities, the people in our circle, um, the people that we go to work with. We get to show them the face of God every single day. Um, And oftentimes we're butting up against the world (laughs) with the people that we interact with people who don't feel loved, people who are broken just like us. And we get to show them Jesus. And every moment is an opportunity to do that. Um, And it's hard. We, We think that it's very easy sometimes, or we just minimize the importance of it. Um, But it is a really big deal. It's a big deal to show people the face of Jesus. It gives them freedom. It gives them hope. Um, It gives them healing when they're broken. Um, And so we get to be encouraged ourselves. Um, Purpose box, it's meant to fill up the receiver, the person who gets the box. Um, There are items in there that bless the person receiving it. Um, There's an item in there. Each box has an actual gift that you get to give away to encourage somebody to remind them that they're seen and that they're loved and that they matter. There's items in there that help you to live intentionally throughout the month. And then there's items that cultivate a prayer life. Um, Most women that I talk to, they know Jesus, but they feel like their prayer life is a little stagnant or it has to be a certain way. And so I want to help them to remember that praying to God, with God, it's a, it's a conversation that we get to be a part of and um, just wanting to cultivate that further. And then on a 
bigger scale, just wanting people to engage communally. So people who receive these boxes, they get to interact with people, other people who have received these boxes too. And we get to do that through prayer request cards and through social media. And it's just, it's a really awesome opportunity um, to get engaged and to feel purposed again. I think you just highlight like making people feel seen and heard and loved. I feel like you, you're hitting all the things that people need in, in life, you know, to be seen, to be heard, to be loved. Like that's, those are the big, um, you know, big pockets of life that we need to fill. Yes, yes, absolutely. I know that I have, you know, in my seasons of struggling, I've, um, I guess I've lost that, you know, and so I know for myself, I wanted to. Uh, recultivate that in my own life. Um, But I know that I didn't want to do it by myself. I wanted to do it in community. Oh, I love that. Bringing people together. And I, I also love the idea of gifting to another. You guys, I'm so excited about that because there are times (laughs) I'm like, Oh, I really wanted to get them a gift. Oh gosh, their birthday came up right away. Or you're just thinking of them and you're like, this would be perfect for so-and-so, you know what I mean? And I feel like your box would be so amazing. Like, okay, not only is it gifting me, but I get a chance to give to somebody today and, and express like my thankfulness and appreciate them is just huge. It's huge. It's like a no brainer. Like it saves me even time. I love it. <laughs> yes. That's what we're hoping for. I know I'm the same way. I'm like, Oh, I want to do this next time when I go out I have to remember to pick this up. And then I always forget. And then I just never end up getting the gift that I wanted to get for that person. Um, and so this kind of takes that part out of it for you. It comes right to your door and you already have a gift to give away. Tell me a little bit what someone could expect for their first box um, if they were to go ahead over there and check it out today. Sure, absolutely. So our first box um, is a prayer theme. And so again, we're kind of just straight out of the gate coming at prayer and our relationship with God. And so we have a journal to help cultivate um, your journaling time. And we have some prompts that go along with that. Um, I know not everybody is a journaler, but uh, we have created some really awesome um, points to kind of lean into. And that's also paired um, with a prayer book um, that we love so much. Um, And when I say we, I mean, my designer, Abby, she has been amazing throughout this whole process. She has come alongside me and been such a great partner um, in community and to get Purpose Box launched out into the world. So she has really, really helped making some beautiful inserts to go with it. Um, Like I said, we have a gift um, that we have on our Instagram that you can see. We did a little kind of behind the scenes of that. So I'm going to let you check that out and be surprised by that. Um, So just a bunch of different opportunities for you to cultivate a solid prayer life, um, for you to gift something away that helps another woman to kind of get her started on her prayer life and remembrance and God's promises. Um, And then just also, like I said, we have some inserts that throughout the month, our first box ships out in November. So throughout the month, we have some guided things that we get to do in community with some special dates where we get to pray together as a purpose box community. Um, And just some other little fun things in there that we're really, really excited about. 
Oh, that's so awesome. You're just creating a beautiful like family, basically. Like you're pulling people together who may not know each other and uh, really starting us off in, in prayer and something that brings us closer to God. And um, I love that. And what is your advice then for somebody who who might be starting something very big right now or a business like yourself? Like, you know, it takes a big undertaking and all hands on deck. Like, how has your family even played a role in something so, you know, big? going on in your life? Yes. Um, well, um, after God kind of gave me this idea, um, I talked it over with my husband and he was all for it, which that doesn't surprise me at all, but he was like way more into it than I was. And even was the one who was like, you need to pull the trigger and, you know, do this already sort of thing. So really without him, this would not have been started. Um, but it has just been really neat to see um, my husband and even Abby's husband just come alongside with us and give us ideas um, and be part of this as well. And our kids, they've loved it. Abby and I get together very often for planning and preparing for this. And our kids, they they want to be a part of it. Um, they want their own boxes, you know, coming to the door for them and to talk about Jesus and to talk about living on purpose and what God's created them for. And so that has been amazing. Um, We've had our own church community, um, women in our group that have come around us and surrounded us in prayer and just overall encouragement and support and just even helping with some of the elements in this box. And it's just, it really is a community effort. And I would just go back and say, if you're starting something new take that idea to your community, take it to your people, the people that you have established, let them be your gauge, let them give you wisdom. I don't ever believe that God expects us to do something new on our own without establishing community around us. And I think that when we have ideas and big ideas, um, or even small ones at that, that our community can be our guide to say, this is absolutely, you know, a God thing and lean into that. Or they may come back and say, you know what, I think you may be doing that for yourself. And we need to have community established where, you know, we can have those honest conversations because a lot of us, we struggle with wanting to do something that we think is a really great idea. But the reality is, is maybe we're just doing it for us or at the time that we want to do it. And God is saying, I want you to do that, just not right now. Um, and so community, 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 that would be my advice. Yeah. You need that gauge. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Like just to help you either stay where you're at or to be able to pivot if you need to pivot. Right. Right. Or to launch forward if you need to launch forward. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. They will be your biggest supporters. Um, they will keep you going when you don't want to go anymore. When you've said, you know what, God, I don't want to be obedient anymore, you know, choose somebody else. They're going to be the ones that, you know, uphold your arms and and keep you focused on what you need to do. Mm, That's so good. It reminds me of Moses when he's, you know, about to do something big and, and, you know, cross the Red Sea. Everyone's crossing the Red Sea and and pulling back. I mean, could you imagine like seeing the Red Sea, by the way, like just even pulled back? It's like, (laughs) what? And like, and so even his, you know, people came around him and held up his arms, you know, just so he can keep the Red Sea open and people could cross, cross a river dry. Like what? Um, I just think it's crazy what magnitude 
uh, what power we have when God get, equips us with a gift and a blessing and a vision. And when people come alongside us and support that, I mean, there's nothing God can't do in your life. So just remember that, you know, if you're feeling like, oh, you know, this is never going to happen or this isn't working, just remember all these little tidbits and golden nuggets that Monet had just mentioned about staying the course and and being courageous. If you're in a new setting to to step out and be transparent and show up for yourself, for your family, for God, um, and allow, allow your, you know, your circumstances to, to move you, to challenge you, to shape you, to grow you, refine you even, um, and stay the course so that you can be a blessing towards other to live on purpose. Because I think Monet, you're doing an absolutely phenomenal job of that. And your example to others, to keep that perspective, to keep looking onward, to keep looking up and, um, and to live a life on purpose. And I sure hope that if you guys go ahead and check out the purpose box, you too will be encouraged to continue to live a life on purpose and with a purpose. Yes. Thank you so much, Jackie. I appreciate you so much. Oh my goodness. It was so fun talking with you and getting to know you. Um, I'm so glad that, you know, if you ever come out to Pennsylvania, you should just come on up and, and find me. Yes. <laughs> we'll grab some good coffee together up here. Yes. What a small world to be from Pennsylvania. Yes. <laughs> together. Yes. yes. Awesome. Exactly. And if I ever come to Alabama, or I'll, I'll know where to go. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Monet. And uh, we'll let everybody know that is there like a there's a special discount, right? That you're you're giving these listeners here today. Yes. If your listeners would be interested in purchasing a box, be sure to use the code be encouraged 10 to get 10% off your first box. Absolutely. And I will put down in the show notes where you can follow Monet and the purpose box. And I'm just so excited for all of you to just live a life on purpose. Thank you, Monet. Thank you so much, Jackie. Hey, you guys, what a wonderful conversation with Monet Carpenter. If you really enjoyed that and learning about the Purpose Box, you can go ahead over there, click the link in the show notes, and you can even purchase your first Purpose Box from now till November 7th. That's right, from now, October 30th, 2021 to November 7th. And you can use that discount code for 10% off your first box, your first purchase uh, by typing in the code BEENCOURAGED10. So excited for you guys. And I hope that you really enjoyed that. If you did, don't forget to go ahead and click subscribe and write a raving review. And so more people can be encouraged just like you. Have a great week, everybody.